The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. podcast back after a hiatus that was completely unexpected uh, because our studio melted. It didn't explode, didn't implode, it didn't catch on fire. Uh, There's so many different ways that I could describe something going wrong, but melted seems to be the operative word. In fact, during the deep freeze that we've had over the last couple of weeks, the idea that something melted during this time is shocking. But my studio is what melted. The completely rebuilt, brand new Broadcast Basement Studios producing the EP podcast and all the other podcasts on the network. And this podcast brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. They invest in the Evergreen Park community because they love this area as much as you do. Plus, with their total access checking account, you get free ATMs nationwide. That means any ATM you use, any fee that's charged you, they pay it back in, making that ATM free. And you get a $300 bonus with qualifying activities paired with their mobile banking tools and award-winning customer service. Switching to a true community bank has never been easier. Start today. Get in there. Stop in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski. Visit the friendly folks over there. They are getting busy. Uh, You go in there, there's more and more people working in that bank. Evergreen Park really loves its hometown bank, the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, member FDIC, but melted. That's how I would describe what happened. Uh, here, here's, here's kind of the quick story. I'm sitting there actually working on the EP podcast. Uh, I've got the, the guests you're going to hear on this program. This entire show is what would have aired last week. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm editing along and then suddenly uh, they've disappeared. And I'm like, what, what, what happened to them? And then I'm running some different tests and stuff on the computer and something else disappears. And then I get online with like tech support and something else disappears. And I go, "Uh uh-oh, something's wrong with this computer. And then the entire drive that has every bit of audio that has ever been recorded down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar disappears. So now I've turned off the computer and I just bring it right in. I I went to Computer Greeks in Palos because I've used them before. And I, I want to give them a plug because they did a great job. I walk in there with this laptop that I, I purchased. This is like the original purchase, the entire podcasting studio, this entire company, this entire idea, like nobody had ever sat down and said, I'm going to do a bunch of local podcasts and make it into a business where I can like take care of my family with it. I mean, like this is where it started. It's got all the stickers from all the places that we visited and everything else. And I bring this thing in and the guy goes, We'll see what's going on with it. And he calls me up later and he says when he opened up the laptop, for some reason, the battery inside had exploded and the acid had melted through the RAM cartridges, had melted through the drivers. Like it was like that scene in the movie Aliens, like you shoot the alien and the acid runs through and it just goes from floor to floor to floor. Well, inside of the computer, it was just moving from floor to floor to floor, deleting everything in there. They did an amazing job. They saved almost everything. The one thing they did not save was the edit for this show. 
So I had to go back in. We had to kind of piece together all the little interviews. We had to kind of find a few different things. I had to get kind of creative putting back together the thing that you're going to hear with the guys over at the Dan Capuano Ice Rink. But I think we've got a solid episode. It took a week to bring in the brand new studios. And thanks to the folks at Sweetwater in Fort Wayne. And they do all kinds of audio production worldwide, like major bands get all of their equipment there. Big time radio hosts get their things there. People that are are building million dollar studios get their stuff over at Sweetwater. The folks over at Sweetwater gave me a custom built brand new operating system here. It's beautiful. It's going to get racked underneath the bar and kind of become part of the nine foot homemade oak bar. It's got all kinds of processing power to it. It's got so many bells and whistles. It'll take me years to figure out how to do everything that we can do in here. It's going to give us the ability to do bigger and better things on this show and throughout the the network. It costs a ridiculous amount of money and I'm kind of shell-shocked, but because of all of your support over all these years, the company was able to actually go out and purchase it. So I'm really excited to get it going. I'm really hoping that everything sounds not only as good as it used to, but maybe it sounds just a little bit better to you. And the first thing that I want to do is I want to get to the segment that I sat down and recorded with my daughter, Audrey. Because coming out of last weekend, not the one that we just came out of, but last weekend, remember, temperatures were so low, it was like being in the Arctic Circle. Evergreen Park was under a deep freeze. Uh, I didn't want to leave my home. Uh, the boys stayed inside the house, and you went and worked all weekend I long did. on 95th Street. And I'm curious about what it was like, because I imagine looking outside my window on this cold past weekend that it was a frozen tundra that nobody went out in. You you would think that, but that <laughs> that was not the case whatsoever. Um, I don't want to I don't want to give away where you work. Okay, I don't want to give away where you work, but you work. At a food establishment along 95th and Evergreen Park. And some people who listen to the show have identified, uh, you know, when they go in there. I've had people say, oh, I saw your daughter. So, I, I mean, but yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't want to just throw it out there on the podcast, okay? But you work in a food establishment, and I, I thought to myself, well, she'll be nice and toasty and warm inside of there because of all the ovens. But you were telling me it was that, so cold— yeah, no. <laughs> That, like, it was affecting the storefronts along 95th where, like, just the draft was moving its way in. Oh, it was, for sure. Uh, the, the heat could not keep up yeah. with what was going on outside. But did people show up and actually... Yeah, we still had a steady income of, like, customers, and you would not have expected that. You would have expected maybe, like, more people to pick up food instead of staying there and sitting down. More and... people to hide in their houses and cook inside their homes. Yeah, but... That wasn't the case either. That's crazy so, to me. But I was working in the morning, so we were thinking maybe at night when it gets darker, everyone wouldn't want to come out as much. So right. we'll have to see. They serve ice cream where you work. They do. Were people eating ice cream? Yes, people were getting come ice cream. Come on now. I know, it's absolutely come on ridiculous. Now. Really? Yeah. We have multiple people get milkshakes, and I was completely shocked. It's negative 10 with a negative 30 wind chill, and there's people who want milkshakes and ice cream cones. Correct. I mean... And you would think maybe just little kids, too. No, there were adults who got ice cream in this weather. That's crazy to me. The world is nuts. Yeah. That's nuts to me. You're going today, too. I am going today. Oh, wow. (laughs) It's going to be cold. It's warm for, like, it's hot because heat rises. So it's warm up above, but my feet were Waste up your warm and your feet are frozen while you're working. Correct. Right. Okay. I might just wear my boots during work today. (laughs) 
several layers of socks, boots, anything to keep warm. Stay warm out there, Evergreen Park, and I guess pick up your ice cream still. It's so strange to me. (laughs) Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. The Daniel Capuano ice rink in Evergreen Park is becoming one of those things that over the last couple years, more and more people in the area are utilizing during this time of the year. I know it is absolutely freezing outside, but that's only going to make for better ice in the coming weeks and months. Mike Ugale is down here. Patrick Kuzlik is well with him. Mike is a goalie. Patrick is his defenseman. And the two of them are behind a lot of the daily operations over at the rink. They got an event to talk about. Welcome down to the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. Patrick, how's it going over there at the rink? Everything's great. It seems to be a a great start to this season. Uh, I know we're a little bit earlier in the process than we were last year, but off to a good start, getting a ton of hockey going on at uh, at the rink and uh, on pace for another great season up there. My, my daughter is, uh, well, by the time this airs, she would have already gone up there, but she's doing an open skate with Mother Macaulay for, like, seniors. And, and as we're sitting here, this hasn't happened yet. And I was kind of telling you guys this, has never skated before. Had skates that were given to her as a gift, like, two, three years ago that she found under her bed, still in the box, for crying out loud, all right, and is going to go try for the first time to take the ice. How many first-time skaters do you get out there? And is it funny to watch? Several, and it usually takes about three or four pairs of skates, moving up a size, down a size, <laughs> go to the half size, take that one out, give them the first one you gave them, and then yes, good it usually to go. is pretty funny to watch, especially, and we'll give your daughter a heads up on this one if you get the chance to, but uh, if they don't realize that their skates need to be sharpened when they come out of the box. Okay, so now you can answer a question for me, because her brother, the hockey player, was like, I don't know if you need to sharpen those. So he was trying to test. He was using his finger because that's what hockey players right. do. He's like, he's like sitting there with his finger. And it, so like with a new pair of skates, tell everybody like how they have to sharpen them beforehand. Do you have that facility there or new? Do they come out of the box ready to go? Uh, depends. A lot of the top end skates, if you get them, you know, it'll be enough to skate on. But you, as a general rule of thumb, you're going to want to sharpen them as soon as you get them. Yeah, he was kind of telling her that. He's like, I wonder if they have sharpening over there. Do you have them over there? We, we do. Really? Yeah. We do. yeah. There's All been right. a sharpener that's been there for years, but uh, we've invested into it a lot recently and uh it 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 does a great job now it wasn't always the case up there but it handles all the new rental skates that we've had up there in the past few years and uh that's one thing that uh, has been able to be upgraded pretty well and you you have rentals over there as well so you got rental skates you don't have to have your own you don't have to have a pair that somebody gave you that you left under your bed for for three days (laughs) or three years uh you don't have to do that but you you do have rentals up there so is the biggest challenge for you guys trying to make sure people know the schedule because yes. I always notice that like the email comes out from the village and it seems only be kind of like a week in advance all the time. Is that because you're not sure how the ice is going to be the next week or is it, is it just trying to figure out the man hours that you need to find to have it, have it running? 
Well, we uh, we never know exactly what our rental schedule is going to be because if we post hours and someone thinks that it's open skate and it's been rented and they go up there for open skate, they're going to be upset. So they usually give sort of a limited, uh, maybe about a week or two weeks at a time, maybe at most, uh, we'll project out just because rentals come in and then hours change. So it's it's fluid. We uh, we rent out the ice hourly, obviously, and uh, that will, far enough in advance, we'll take precedence over an open, open skate session sometimes. So it's another reason why we don't want to be booked out too far ahead because we do want to encourage people to take advantage of the hourly ice rentals up there because it is a great way to have a place to yourself. And uh, whether it's a team or just a group of friends that want to go and get the ice to themselves, you got the chance to do it for how much? $225 an hour there. To get all that ice. To get all that ice. You get Seriously. the clubhouse. It's not bad. The facilities. You can set up a smorgasbord on the tables inside. Have the kids running around. Christmas parties, birthday parties, any kind of party has uh, been held up there. And uh, it's it's always a good time. It's a great venue for How's that compare to other areas, like other, other ice rinks? Because I've never rented ice. I've never Close. rented mm-hmm. entire rink yeah. before so i don't know i don't know if that's great if that's average like oh, what, it's, what, it's outdoor and it's smaller ice but it is probably half of what you would pay uh, yeah. in a lot of places to to rent ice for an hour and that's it's awesome silly. yeah because yeah, i know ice is expensive like people always tell me like why is hockey so expensive they'll, they'll, they'll be like hey because i'll always complain about it yeah. you know i mean i had a kid who just went you know years and years and years of hockey and and it's like man this sport is it's fun it's fun as a parent i always tell people like this is the most fun thing you will ever watch if your kid plays a sport. It's more fun than baseball and, and, and softball and volleyball and basketball. It is the most fun sport as a parent to watch. Even at their smallest size, it's hysterical and it's fun. I mean, it's always like the best time you ever have. The parents, I think, I have more fun at these games than, than at any other game I've ever seen. Heck, Half of the rinks have bars inside of them. And then and it's, a, reason for that, it's yeah. a it's a party every time you go and you watch hockey, right? Youth hockey is hysterical, but it is just so pricey and it really comes down to the cost of ice. So you guys being able to offer ice at that hourly rate, that's that's a hell of a thing. It is quite a steal, honestly, for anywhere in the area. I mean, for the indoor barns, you're paying less than half of what it would be for that. Now, you know, we're not an NHL-sized ice rink. It is a little bit smaller, but everybody that works there takes pride in that ice surface, and you're getting a quality sheet every time you rent it. That's awesome. Very, very cool. And you've got the Capuano Classic coming. That's right. right. And and is it's 21 and over, right? Correct. You get in this? Yes. Is it always been 21 and over? Yes. Okay. All right, because my my high schooler was trying to figure out if you can get into the thing. I'm like, I think it's I think you're not old enough yet to squeeze into that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He might have to get himself a funny idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I, if I remember right, this is is a two day event. Yep, correct. It, it's a tournament that's going on out there. It's an open tournament, so you can get yes. yourself your own team yes. and go out and play. Is it four on four because of the size? It is four on four because of the size of the rink. Yeah, if, if you play five on five up there, it gets a little congested with adults. For kids, it's perfect. Yeah. But four on four works smoothly. You're not looking for any ambulance calls, even though the ambulance is right there. You don't want to. You don't want it to be too congested. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. The Bedard hit dirty or clean. Ooh, you know, because I, I thought it was clean. 
I thought he had his head down. Yeah. And 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 all that guy did was stop and let him basically run into him. Yeah. But I know I'm not supposed to say that because I live in Chicago and I love Connor Bedard. I mean, I'm my kid got boat. a Connor Bedard like jersey, and I was yeah. like, and he was like, dirty hit. And I'm like, is it, buddy? Like, if it was your team doing that to somebody else, if it wasn't Connor Bedard, would you be upset about it? I mean, it feels just unfortunate to me. These are just part of the bumps and bruises that come along with uh, acclimating yourself to the NHL. You got to keep your head up, kid. Yeah, I think so. And I think, I think so. it's going to be a lesson learned for him. I think uh, that that head's going to be up a lot more often. If he gets by with just a broken jaw for six to eight weeks, then uh, it might be a, a worthwhile lesson learned. You you know you know Mike's a goalie, but you you're a defenseman. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. The star of your team takes a hit like that, and you know, and you know, he had his head down, and it probably wasn't a dirty I'm hit. I'm still going after it. Still going. It's kind of a dart. No, that's the. I think the whole. I think though, all of Chicago wants to go fight. Course, that that guy should just stay on the bench the next time he comes in here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that guy knew what he was doing when uh, when he delivered it. He knew he had to stand his ground when it was coming when they were coming after him afterwards, and. Uh, he probably, well, probably, he probably while he's laying on the ice, whoever was laying on top of him, I didn't see who ended up on him because right away they went after right. him. I guarantee he's laying on the ice and he's kind of giggling. He's like, he had his head down. Worth he's probably, it. He's probably safe. Worth it. Yeah. He just <laughs> took away the best player for that part of the game and right. for the next couple months. So. Right, right. I'm sure he didn't want to fracture his jaw, but uh, no, I don't, I who don't knows? Maybe so. he did. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, all right. So four on four, Capuano Classic. What weekend is this? It's the last weekend in February. I believe it's the 24th and 25th, All right, Saturday and, and Sunday. The way that you've described this to me is teams come out, they play, but people kind of almost like, I don't want to call it tailgating unless that's exactly what it is, but people kind of set up tents, they sit out there and eat a little bit of food. It becomes an event all day long. People are watching the games as much as they are participating in the games, and you're gonna, you, get, you get kind of a crowd. I know you were looking yes. to see the crowd get bigger last Correct. year when you came in here. Did it get bigger? What was it like? The crowd definitely got bigger. It uh, did. We, the teams that were returning, more and more of them decided to set up tents and hang around uh, either in the parking lot or in the, the field area behind the, uh, behind the benches. So that was the stuff that we were thrilled to see and hope to encourage that people continue to do. We have uh, vendors out there too, you know, Tacos and Baracos was up there. They did a great job for us, you know, slinging pizzas. Um, but yeah, there's plenty to see, plenty to do. We had a buddy of mine and his friend came up and played the keys in the bass for a little while for intermissions and in between games. Uh, we're trying to make it even bigger and better this year, so you'll have to come on out and see everything. I want to come see it this year. I want to say that last. I want to say that last year we had our own hockey tournament or something we were going to, and that's the only reason why I wasn't at it last year. And this year I want to get up there and check, check it out. Because just, it just seems like that's a fun thing to do. I, I, I've said on this show now over and over again, I mean, there's a reason why you guys showed up, and I'm like the one of the only guys left with his Christmas lights on, because I'm like, <laughs> it is so dreary in January and February. I'm not ready yeah. to go into that 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 couple month period where there's nothing going on. So I'm in search of things to do, right? Like the library, we just had him on the last show. Sip and sample, big night, drinking amongst the books, yes. eating a bunch of food is like Taste of Evergreen Park, right? That's coming up here in February. Mm, yeah. Capuano Classic coming up in February. There's stuff happening and I want to make sure people not only know about it, but that they're going out to it because it seems like it should be a good time. I, uh, I do want to mention too, Chris, uh, as I'm saying, we're always trying to make it bigger and better. This year, uh, we are going to be splitting our profits from the tournament. We're going to try and do something a little bit beyond just our rink here. We're going to be splitting our profits with End, Menser, Walsh, and Quinn, 
which is a charity that gives money, uh, tuition. They'll help people out if a CFD fireman has passed away in the line of duty. They'll help out the the widows and the children. It started with the idea of let's just have a hockey tournament. Now we're raising money for charity. Exactly. It's amazing. It's, it's the success of the last couple of years has been awesome. That It allows us to do that. It's been a matter of just trying to get word out, getting uh, some, some ice time rented up in the past and some word out about uh, ice availability there, basically. But I think we've got ourselves to the point now that we've got the, uh, the luxury of being able to uh, share in a cha- uh, charity. All right. So... How many teams do you want or expect at this at this tournament? As many as we can. Right. All I'll say is space is limited. Is this, Sign is this, up today. Is this co-ed? Uh, we're going to have two divisions. Okay. Now, you can be co-ed on any team. You're not restricted to any division if right. you have girls on your team. Right. They can play like either. Like if I were able to get Abby Murphy to play on my team. We're going to. Dis- I would be allowed. That, to, I'd yeah. be allowed. Well, I stink though. Me and Abby combined, I would lower her. I do not want to be on a different team than Abby Murphy. So no, we're gonna. No, no. no. I think no. She's not professional yet. So she's not professional yet. She's an amateur. Can, I don't know. That's the number one draft pick in Evergreen Park. So we'd have to go hundred down. We'd have to look at the bylaws. You know, I'm not sure. I mean, come on. Think about how funny that would be. If she wanted to you come got out a team, and play. And absolutely. all of a sudden, she just comes walking out on the ice, and she just schools everybody. And in a place, if for what I understand, I remember her being down here at this bar sitting where you guys are right now yeah. that she would go and practice all the time on that outdoor right. rink like that was like one of her home ice places where she would get her work in for her to just show up at the Capuano Classic I'm I'm, I'm putting it out there when she came I'm out, gonna text her dad after we're done talking it happened organically that uh, we ended up it was just seeing Eddie at a bar and I was like you know I think we should do a, a celebrity puck drop this was for year one of this yeah and he's like Abby's in town I think uh, I was like if, if, oh, he'll if that works out we'll do it she did it for year one <laughs> and then last year we decided uh uh he's recently retired but Artie Kerr if if you oh Artie Kerr taught my kid how to skate we've got a good record of having celebrity uh puck puck drop for the championship game we haven't decided who it'll be yet for this season but uh I don't know. Maybe Chris Lunati would be a uh, a good candidate. <laughs> I do want to say to Artie Kerr, you are missed up there. This uh, he he's not doing the learn to skate this year. He's oh, that's down. a shame. But he's in better place. He's down in Florida. He's yeah. in Florida. Just better place. Yeah. Jeez, you said that. You know when he started? When he started, I thought he had died. And then he said that he wasn't doing a thing anymore. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, he just. And then he said the better place. I'm like, no, no, he's dead. Like you really went up and down with my emotions. Uh, went up to some farm one. in Canada. Yeah, it's a cruel thing to do right there. Okay, so uh, if you want to get a team, you need four. Do people bring like an alternate in case somebody can't play, or is it at four and they're locked in for the whole tournament? Twelve. Yeah, you can suit up to twelve for a game. Um, rosters to try to cap it are about sixteen. You don't want you know forty people on a roster. All right, it just so doesn't you can have make 16 sense. Team ro- sixteen player roster, but only twelve, 12 can dress plus a goalie. Plus a goalie. All right, all right. And then they have it. So you have no backup goalies, right? Goalies are hard to find. Goalies are like unicorns. Yeah, Chris. You can't find we them. really don't put restrictions on them. <laughs> if you got a goalie, go ahead, strap the pads on, right. put them in the net. Right. We're not if you got a backup, bring them because we might use them at some point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like his number and his name. I remember. I remember. I'll, I'll tell this story real quick. I remember when my kid was in youth hockey. And they were trying out every kid at goalie. Like, nobody wanted to be the goalie. And all the parents are sitting there like, don't do well, yeah, don't do well. nobody wants to be a goalie, right? And then this one kid just took to it. And his dad was like, oh, I got to buy all this equipment, right? And then I saw him a couple years later. 
and he was like, yeah, at the time I was really upset, but I never pay for anything. Like, yeah. everybody, everybody needs a goalie so badly. I'm constantly free. being, hey, uh, you, we need you in this league, and uh, we could just, you don't need to pay us to be in the league. I mean, he's like the amount of free hockey that he gets, his kid gets to play because you can't find a goalie, but you got to have a kid that's willing to have puck shot at him constantly, and that's the whole thing. Different that's, kind of breed, right, Mike? Absolutely. You got to have a screw loose to be yeah, a goalie. Yeah, you got to be a little sure. nuts, right? Exactly. Yeah, you're toasting a guy who's not even dead like he's dead, that kind of guy. <laughs> that's what you need to have. All right, so if they get in there, how do they sign up? How much does it cost from the field of team? So it's $500 to field a team, and you can call me directly or text me, 708-703-1322. Got an email as well. It's an old one. S-R-B-O-S-S-M-A-N-I-S-U at yahoo.com. St. Rita boss man, ISU. No 79? <laughs> no 79. All right, now how long did I have to get their team in? You want to set this, I would imagine, at some point. Yes. Well, we're going to – the maximum I can do would be 16 teams. Um, How many games do they all get minimum? Everybody least? gets a minimum of three games. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, 500 bucks to play three games of hockey. That's that's pretty solid. Yeah, Worth for a whole team? And it's a whole event, yeah. too. I mean, it's, a, you know, lots of fanfare, people up there having a good time the whole day. You know, it's an event. Yeah, that sounds like an awful lot of fun. Got a couple of high-quality uh, hockey sticks that uh, we've always raffled off. Um, this year, we will be starting that raffle early, so I believe we'll have t- tickets available at the ice rink um, that you can purchase, and uh, the drawing for the hockey sticks will be day two of the tournament. All right, Capuano Classic. It's going to be the last weekend of February the 24th and the 25th. Uh, there's a very long email address for you to use and also a phone number. I won't have you say the email address again. They can actually go back with their little podcast player if they really want to email you. Give me the number one more time. 708-703-1322. All right. And uh, from what I understand so far, uh, Abby Murphy has not been drafted yet. Kendall Coins out there somewhere too. She's a South Side. There's plenty. I, I would be fielding the. I'd be fielding USA Hockey women's team members. In this. It's uh, you know, it's a hotbed around here. Yeah, I got I got ten guys that can't skate, and those two. That's my twelve. That's mm-hmm. probably winning team. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thanks so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Chris. podcast word on the street brought to you by spoken vine wine bar and bottle shop northeast corner of 95th and kedzie cool place just meet up with friends date night it's kind of a lounge Uh, the best way to describe it is like a hotel lobby but like a cool one that has a ridiculous amount of different wines for you to taste get over there it's a 21 and over establishment see more spokenvinewines.com if you want to find the hours for open skate and other things going on at the Dan Capuano Ice Rink, follow the Evergreen Park Recreation Department on Facebook. Remember, open skate for residents, 6 bucks, $7 for non-residents, skate rentals, $4. What a great deal. It's going to get warm enough to go out and skate, and that ice is probably going to be perfect. Another thing you got to mark on your calendar, Flake Fest is coming on Saturday, February 3rd to the Daniel Capuano Ice Rink, Yukich Field, 89th and Kedzie. 
from 1 to 6 p.m. Free open skate. Baracos is going to be out there with the food truck. I know some years they've had like ice sculpting out there and a bunch of other stuff. As soon as we hear more about what's going to be out there, I'll get it out on the EP podcast. There's a preschool open house this Wednesday, the 24th of January from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Current and prospective families are invited to see the classrooms visit with the staff over at 3450 West 97th Street in the EP. If you have any questions, 708-229-3370. Also, the date this episode comes out on the 23rd of January, the rec department is hosting a magic class, 5 o'clock until just before 6 ages 5 to 12 with a $22 fee. And the Evergreen Park Senior Council is hosting a Swedish meatball luncheon. It's a couple of weeks away on Thursday, February 15th at 11 a.m. at the Community Center. There'll be entertainment. 10 bucks is going to get you the meal. They're also asking that you bring jelly for the village pantry. The moment I read that, I think to myself, they must have a ton of peanut butter and no jelly. Am I the only one that thought that? If you need more information, 708 422 8776. And finally, a look at the Village of Evergreen Park's job board brought to you by SidSauce.net. Great hot sauces. They've got sauces if you want to make hot wings. They got jerk chicken type sauces. Those with heavy garlic and spice. They got those with mango. All across the scale, all these peppers grown in Evergreen Park. And if you live in Evergreen Park, they're getting delivered to your door for free. See more at SidSauce.net. The village is looking for a payroll administrator full-time, a human resources and finance assistant full-time, a GIS technician part-time, and all of those positions can be applied for at evergreenpark-ill.com jobs. And if you're not looking for a job with the Village of Evergreen Park and you are a teen or adult, there is a local job fair coming on March 10th. The Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce partnering up with the Evergreen Park Public Library. Right now, they're looking for local businesses that want to be a part of it. See more at evergreenparklibrary.org. That's your EP podcast. Thanks for bearing with us as we're gone for a little while. It's full speed ahead with our high-powered brand new system down here, and we got a lot planned for 2024. If you have not subscribed yet, remember Facebook only shows about 1% of you the posts that we put out on our Facebook page. It filters like crazy every post that we put in a group feed. The same thing's happening with Twitter, or X if you call it by the new name. The best way to make sure that you don't miss an episode is hit follow, hit subscribe. If you haven't done that before, check it out at the eppodcast.com. There's so many different ways to do it. And then you will never miss an episode found anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. It's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast. Evergreen Park. <laughs>